Jackson Robinson pulls it this time. Hurdling, and he pulled it off for a touchdown. His signature move. They're going to run a play. Rising with some confusion, just keeps it. And there, he's still going. Rising breaks free. It goes all the way to the end zone. Whoa! So our uh, top 25 preview based off of the NCAA.com way too early top 25 rankings have started today with the Cincinnati Bearcats who came in at number 25. Uh, yeah. First off, BJ, Colin, how are you guys doing? Good. Interesting day so far. So see yeah, how the rest I, I know of you had goes. the w- wedding yesterday. How'd that go? It's good. It was good. Nice, easy. Yeah. Did you cry? Simple. No. One <laughs> mine. One mine. Well, I, I didn't say. <laughs> I just didn't know if you cried. Um, I'm I'm back from Florida. I had a nice time. I uh, yeah, promise. Sounds I like it. I yeah, I'm about to say. I think we're both sick as hell right now. This is terrible. Well, the problem for me is I came back to Texas when we are having red flag heat advisories and all this pollen and junk in the air. So not being, I mean, I'm used to this, but taking a week away and not getting it back in my system. You probably got like a couple allergies. That's probably what. Yeah, it is. yeah. That's I always, what happens to I always me. Get, like when I go to Ohio, I, I get allergies really bad, and then I come back and they get worse because, like, yeah. obviously in January it's still warmer here, like fall is still here. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, um, the the allergies. I mean, I'm going to take another, you know, decongest and everything like that. I should be back to normal sounding here you know maybe in the next day or two but you can enjoy the sexy radio voice until then <coughs> yeah i uh i would love to say mine's allergies up until the fact that uh i know i got whatever the hell the rest of my family had back home so that's cool Uh-oh. but uh yeah anyways uh cincinnati and what a what an interesting team to start with a yeah. team who I'm going to ask you guys a question, and BJ, you're not going to be able to answer because you know the answer. Okay. Total offense last season for Cincinnati. Total yards were 5,798 yards. Do you guys have any clue how many of those yards are returning? Probably like 500. Yeah, 570, which is 9%. Yeah. He was closer, closer than I was. was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then – I mean, the defense was great, but think about that. They gave up 318 yards of the game last year, which was actually really good. Yeah. But that's not going to be the same this year either. I mean, they just lost everybody who made that defense what it was. I mean, they lost Kobe Bryant. Um, sauce. Yeah, Sauce Gardner, amongst others. I, I don't know how I uh, – how I feel about this team coming in this year. And we'll go into the schedule predictions and everything, mm-hmm. but this year the roster, I mean, it's young. It's a young team but on both sides of the ball. I mean, they don't have a, a quarterback that I think they can really trust in any any sense. I mean, Evan Prater looked good when he was there, but he was 
He didn't do a lot of passing the ball, especially in meaningful situations. So we don't know what he's going to be able to do. They have Ben Bryant, who's a senior, uh, yeah. fifth-year senior at that. Transferred they, in from Eastern Michigan. Yeah, they, they could do something for them. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just ignore it. Yeah. Uh, dog is what it is. I mean, I Shut don't, up! I, I mean, who, who do you – who do you guys expect to be the starter? I mean, Evan Prater saw the time last year uh, in, a, in a backup role, if you will. He was he kind of just did a lot of like, garbage time. I mean, I my my leans toward Prater, but I mean, do they want to go with a guy who's again a fifth year senior? I think that they will at least to start off. I think they'll give it to. I mean, why else would you accept the the transfer quarterback in? Uh, uh, if you're not going to at least give him a chance to to earn the role, I think it'll be his to start off with, and then you could expect maybe there still to be some competition as the season goes along with with Prater. But I think Bryant will be the starter at least for the Arkansas game week one, probably for the first month at least too. Ben Bryant has been in this system. He transferred to Eastern Michigan, transferred back to Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Last year, he wasn't horrible. Two-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio. He was somewhat efficient, 68.4%. He was pretty good in backup role when he played in 2020. Ben Bryant's going to be the starter. Yeah. In my opinion. I absolutely agree with you. Um, Again, the only reason I feel like there's any question to it is that Evan Prater did see time. And again, was solid, just not in any meaningful minutes. On to the other part of the backfield. Or go ahead, BJ. I was just gonna say, for Eastern Michigan last year, uh, threw for over three thousand yards in thirteen games. I mean, that's that's pretty good. To, as much as offense that they lost from last year, to have that guy coming back into the system already familiar with it, I think there's no question that he should be the starter. Yeah, Prater threw 11, 11 passes all of last year, and I believe that's just 11 passes in his entire career so far. Maybe more. Yeah, I'm not because he's a redshirt sophomore. Yeah, no, that's all he's got. And then uh, my well, yeah, but my he had the COVID year. The, yeah, my my thought was the the running side of things. He he looked to be a very efficient runner, and some of the time that we saw, I think he averaged over yeah. 10 yards a carry. He so, had a couple rushing touchdowns last year. Yeah. And then speaking of rushing, we'll just go straight to the backfield. They add Corey Kiner uh, from LSU into the backfield, a uh, sophomore uh, from Cincinnati. Uh, He's not unfamiliar to the area. But I don't even think he's going to be the guy that starts. I mean, I think they're going to look at either Charles McClellan or Ryan Montgomery, uh, two seniors, uh, one fifth-year senior in McClellan, to really lead this backfield. And I think it'll probably be a two-headed attack within these guys. Well, I mean, you look at the returning production. You had Ryan Montgomery above Charles McLellan last year, so you got to think that it will be Montgomery as the one or the two, depending on how Kiner fits in. I personally think with how young Corey Kiner is, he actually has more potential to play this year and be the starter at some point this year. So when it comes to a position like that with running back, expect to see all three of them. Uh, maybe a little bit more Montgomery or 50-50 snaps early on in the year. But as the season goes on, I got to think Corey Kiner is going to be the guy 
you know, moving forward for the future as well. Yeah, absolutely. We see Ryan Montgomery average six yards a carry, 46 attempts, 312 yards. Not a lot of action out of the backfield, only six receptions for 42 yards and to have a touchdown. Um, not not a not a bad stat. I mean, especially to be the guy that follows up Jerome Ford. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Jerome Ford was a guy yards. who couldn't get on the field at a you know big time program like that in Alabama, and he came in and he was their guy. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. That's for sure. Yeah. Extremely exciting. And I mean, move out wide. They don't really bring a lot of, of action back even in the receiver side of things or tight end. I mean, they do get Josh they Wiley do, back, they do which get is – Yeah, I just, just saw it. I overlooked them the first time I went through the roster. So they do bring back Wiley, which is huge. I mean, that, that's arguably their, their biggest weapon now coming into the season on offense. Uh, you can look at a guy, maybe uh, a Tyler Scott – Per se, I mean, he's going to obviously be up there. Is Trey Tucker? Is Tyler Scott played well, a good so. bit last year as well. He played a lot of snaps. He was kind of like a slot guy. Yeah, Tyler look, look, at, was, look at this. Yeah. There are guys who have experience on this roster, but I, I don't. Yeah. We've got. I want to. I want to see a leader within well, the, in this room. I'll, I'll I, tell I you, think I'll, it's going to end up being Tyler Scott. Honestly, I'll, t- I'll give you a name that I haven't heard anybody really talk about yet. They brought in Nick Marner from Hawaii. Uh, he was four-year starter there, or maybe not four-year starter, I break, break your pardon. But, you know, I mean, that's a big get. And I think people are starting to realize that um, on Thursday, he was named to the Belitnikoff Award watch list. So if anybody's going to be, you know, kind of a guy to watch and a guy to step up and, and be a leader in this young receiving core, maybe it's Marner. Marner could be good, and then – Colin, you're going to know this name, Blue Smith, coming in, a redshirt senior. I mean, do we see him getting some time at receiver? I don't really know. He was a walk-on, so he wasn't okay. like anybody. Well, that's what I'm saying. I never heard his name, he <laughs> so I, I didn't actually know. Yeah, um, yeah there, uh, I look at this receiver room, and I, I think it's actually a lot more experience than maybe I gave it credit for looking over it the first time. Mm-hmm. There's There are definitely some, some weapons here, and that's going to – definitely help Ben Bryant. That gives our offense a little bit more than I gave them credit for. Yeah. But yet again, you, you think you got to replace over 90% of what you had last season offensively. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they're going to hit the numbers they did last year. I think they're still going to be good, and we'll talk about that when we go over their actual um, like schedule, but I just I just don't see yeah. them being a, a 12-win team again. Well, the only thing I will say that could give them potential to kind of replicate some success, I don't think they're going to be able to beat Arkansas and then run the table after that. But, you know, 11-1, 12-1 is within reach for this reason, uh, solely because they have four of their five starters on the offensive line. Four of them are back. And then the yeah. other one that's not a starter that might end up starting in James Tunstall. He he was a starter last year in different games as well. So and got yeah. plenty of snaps. So their offensive line is really experienced and really good. That's the strength of this offense for sure. Which is why I think they're going to be able to run the ball, which may give Evan Prater a little bit of an edge in that quarterback battle. There, uh, I still feel like they're going to go with experience with Ben Bryant, and he can throw the rock a little bit. And he's yeah. not like a statue, but Evan Prater is the more mobile of the two. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, on to the defense, and once again, I just I don't see a lot of experience like anywhere. I think the highest we see is maybe a couple grad transfers or, or just graduates in general, maybe a couple seniors. But I don't really see the experience that I think you'd want to see for a team like this to come back and be able to do it. I mean, Javon Hicks, he's back. Uh, you're talking about Malik Van, who played significant roles. He's back as well. Arquan Bush is back, but there's just like I mean, it's pretty it's pretty immediate when you look at it, right? Myje Sanders was the big playmaker in the front seven, well, front six because they played that three three five defense, mm-hmm. uh, and then in the back, of course, you had Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant, which Kobe Bryant got disrespected in the draft quite a bit, but. Like, you're looking at this team, and you're like, all right, I know some guys have to step up. Will they truly step up is the question. They also brought in uh, Noah Potter from Ohio State. I know he's a pretty solid player who just dealt with injury, and he also just kind of also dealt with depth issues as well at Ohio State's defensive ends or the deepest position on that defense. So this defense is still going to be pretty solid with – you know, Luke Fickle being the guy kind of running the defense at the end of the day, it'll be interesting to see. They did lose their safeties coach and their corners coach as well, though. So that'll be interesting yeah. to see how those younger guys step up. Yeah, definitely curious. Um, I mean, with that, I guess, do they have anything changing here? I guess they did bring in Kerry Coombs to be their cornerbacks coach. Yeah, but I don't think – as far as the primary three coaches, which they're not the only coaches that matter, but offensive, defensive coordinators, and head coach, I'm pretty sure it's all the same. I believe so. Uh, yeah. Luke Fickle, Mike Tressel, uh, Gino. Guidigli. Yeah, something like Whatever. that. I don't know how to say that name. Uh, but well, one way or another, though, it's – one way or another, like that defense is pretty much ran through Luke Fickle from everything that I understand about the Cincinnati yeah. program. And we all know he's he's been a longtime defensive coordinator. So, yeah, but even then, I think Mike Trussell's a very trustworthy guy to have leading a defense. Yeah, it's kind of like a teamwork Fickle, type so. of thing. I mean, it's definitely not overly concerning, but yet again, I still look at this the, the, just, Throughout this defense, I keep looking back at it and, and seeing, again, just a lot of inexperience, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, I, I don't I, – I think it will be one of those, like, growing pain issues for, like, the early part of the season, like Arkansas, maybe some trouble with Indiana. And, and uh, I think they, they have it figured out the rest of the way through. Yeah. But with all that yeah. being said, I have our – a quick little deal for our predictions here for this season. So we start the Cincinnati football season against Arkansas. Colin, what do you got against Arkansas? I have them losing against Arkansas. I'm really high on Arkansas. That's just going to be really tough environment. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's an L. So am I, even though I can't draw, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a loss. I mean, it's just a tough place to play. You can't really go to to uh, Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville and come out of there – with a win the majority of the time. And there, there are some teams that can do it anytime. Not Texas. Like Alabama, but yeah, <laughs> Texas can't do it. 
Um, be quiet. BJ's going to try to hunt you down, man. Yeah, I just uh, – that's a tough place to go win, especially against a team who's hungry if they want to come back and, and, and show that last year wasn't a fluke. And I think they will, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> I got a loss on the road. Uh, I think we can all mark a win here for Kennesaw State. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're good. Miami, Ohio. This one at Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, I got a win, though. I don't w, think Miami's w. got any. Yeah, it's a win. They're going to be a decent team where Cincinnati has a mega drop-off that Miami could win this rivalry game, but I don't I don't see that happening. Not a major drop-off for that for the Bearcats this year. They have not – Miami of Ohio has not won in 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. But they're not a horrible. They're not a horrible team. They've been a pretty no. steady program for about the last five years in the MAC. Yeah, but it's a MAC, like probably the yeah. worst. Well, outside of the new conference USA, probably the worst conference. Even Ooh. the conference USA in the last five years, I think. It, it, well, it's I'm talking close. about the new one though. When you're yeah. looking at the current teams, yeah. the current teams are dog shit outside of UTSA. Yes. Uh, so Indiana, this is where I have a second loss. I think they're going to fall. Even though they're at home, I just think that this is one of those games that's going to be going to be tough for them. That's where that inexperience, especially in the secondary, they're going to be facing a quarter, a experienced quarterback, any solid quarterback in Connor Basilak. Uh, Indiana's defense is still going to be pretty decent. Uh, we'll see what exactly they've got. I think they still have a yeah. good offense in Cincinnati, but I do have a little worry about uh, about this game in particular. So I'm giving them a loss. Call. Uh, uh, BJ. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's it's, it's 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 tough. Um, you know, initially I had this as a win, but I'm I'm starting to reevaluate, and I think this could be a, a slip up. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no here. Um, nah. Oh, I got I got them winning this game. Uh, I just think like they're, if they're just slightly more talented, they've been recruiting at a little bit better of a level. And at the very least, I trust their development a little bit more than Indiana's just because of the, the crap that we saw last year. It's like you get some momentum and you just completely throw it all away in a year. So I think this one will be close, but I think the wheels are already starting to come off for Indiana. This I absolutely understand what you're saying, 100%. Yeah. It's just – I think Indiana will be a, a, a lot better than, than they were last year. Not quite where they were in 2020 in the shortened year, but I think they'll they'll get back to a point where they're, you know, competing for a bowl bowl game. And and so I think that this will be a, a big step forward for them in, in terms of getting back to bowl eligibility. We'll see. I'm trying out a coffin in the mic. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, no. On the road in Tulsa. I got to win. I, I just don't see any way Tulsa is able to hang on and, uh, and knock that one out. Put a win for this game and the next game for me because Tulsa, South Florida, these are two of the worst teams in the American this year. Well, see, I don't – like, don't get me wrong. I don't think Tulsa is going to be back to, like, that level they had in 2020. They were pretty no. good in 2020. And it is but, a tough place. In that, in, in Tulsa, it can be, but, yeah. It very much yeah. can be. And um, I, I think this is going to be another close one, just like Indiana was a close one. I think Miami could hang around. I do have them winning. I think they're going to easily beat USF as well. It's just like 
I feel like we're going to watch Cincinnati against Miami, and then specifically the one that's going to get the heads turning is more people are going to watch them against Indiana and then at Tulsa. We're going to see how they do in those three games, and I feel like they're going to win all three of those games, but they're not necessarily going to look great. So sitting at 5-1 and one going into their bye week, I don't even know if they'd be in the top 25. So we'll just have to see about that going into the bye. Mm. Depends on, on how high Arkansas is ranked by that point, I think. it does, I don't think it would matter because I don't think that game is going to be relatively close. Th- this is just my own opinion of what I think is going to happen throughout Cincinnati's season. I think they get beat pretty handily against Arkansas. They have no problem with Kennesaw. They somewhat struggle against Miami. They have a very good game with Indiana and Tulsa, and then they really do beat USF pretty comfortably, but that's because USF is just a mess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, on to a game that I'm struggling with, so I'm going to go to Colin to start uh, SMU. L. I'm giving them the L here. Um, I just – See, I'm not the biggest SMU fan when it comes to this. I'm not like Jared Taylor. It's just, man, I don't. That's a I good don't know. offense. That that is it, a really strong offense. I I just took a second peek at their schedule to like kind of confirm what I'm thinking right now. And um, the offense, I mean, they return a lot. I mean, and obviously, if uh, oh, who was it? They just Rhett Lashley. No, oh, no, sorry. Running back. Um, Ulysses Bentley. Yeah, if Ulysses Bentley there. is transferring out, how good is this Trey Sigurds kid? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. that's a, that could be well, a really good offense. I'm, I'm going to say win, but it's because they get that buy there. I think because they get an extra week of preparation. We've seen this before where SMU has had an opportunity, a big kind of game again, Cincinnati, and they just come out flat for whatever reason. I'm not sure how much I trust Rhett Lashley yet. I think they've got the talent, certainly, to pull off the upset, but I'm I'm thinking that Cincinnati gets the win here. Well, This is going to be a game of the year candidate when it's said and done, in my mind. This, this game is going to be phenomenal on the road, but I am giving Cincinnati the win. Um, off the bye week, I think it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a dog fight down in Dallas. It'll be a good game. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, I think my biggest thing is is yeah, you don't necessarily buy into Rhett Lashley, but like he's got a decent roster there. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. he, he yeah. also like you know he's not completely bare in the covers. They bring in Bo yeah. Corrales from North Carolina, who a lot of people thought were going was going to be pretty good. So it's just, I mean, it's kind of an interesting situation when you're talking about SMU and what their offense is going to look like. Plus, I mean, we all know Rhett Lashley is an offensive guy. So yeah. the transition shouldn't be too difficult in year one. It's just down the line. The problem How is, much it, yeah, the problem uh, for me that I see is that SMU could easily have three losses by that point going into the Cincinnati game. It's a tough schedule for SMU. And, you know, if, if they're having some, you know, struggles with, with, you know, like, you know, maybe things aren't going the way that they thought they would and, and everything like that. How much are they going to be buying in at this point to, you know, the new coach and in his system? So that's, that's well, where I see, yeah. you know, maybe they, they don't get themselves up to that big game level like they would normally. 
Maybe it's just... is a really good team uh, this season. I just don't see them yeah. beating Cincinnati. It has nothing to do with yeah. it. And I just don't have them winning this game. On the UCF, this is where I have a third loss for Cincinnati. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I just don't see them playing two really tough road games in a row and winning them both. Yeah. Um. So I have them taking the loss in Orlando. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Honestly, didn't even mean to, but <laughs> see, I don't really know how good UCF's going to be this year. They have some pieces that I like. I love Isaiah Bowser. I think John Rice Plumley can win at quarterback, and he's probably going to be the guy. Uh, I'm not I'm sure. I'm taking a really huge risk on UCF this year, and we'll talk about them in the AAC. Yeah. But I'm taking a really huge risk yeah. on John Rice Plumley and UCF. It's just uh, like I have a hard time buying into some of this, uh, the, this entire team. Some of it, it basically they're just like piecing together like Gus Malzahn's backups yeah. and a lot of pieces from Auburn a couple years ago, and it's just weird. But yeah, I still think they're going to be a pretty solid team. I think they still have some talent, so I'm going to give Cincinnati a second straight L here. Damn it, <laughs> I thought I knew where you're going with that. All right, okay, so in the end, we're all right have, on par with each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On the Navy, I'd love to give an L, but I can't. No. Yeah, I, I'd like to, but I can't. So Navy will be improved, but not improved draw. enough to to win in in um, in Nippert. <sighs> See, another close game, though. I think they win, but I, I think it's just going to be another struggle. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. I truly think week one would be the final time we see Cincinnati in the top 25 all year. ECU, this game I thought about pulling the trigger on, but I didn't. Uh, I got to win, but watch out. Holt Naylor's that ECU offense is going to be lethal this year. If this game were in at East Carolina, I would pull I, it. I, yeah, it I, would I, I think 100%. I, yeah, I think they'll get the win at home. Well, I'm still pulling it. I'm going to give Ooh. Cincinnati their fourth L of the wow. year here. It's just wow. – I, I think the American is going to kind of cannibalize itself to a certain extent. Um, I mean, you're talking about ECU. They got a pretty tough schedule when you're talking yeah. about NC State and BYU out of conference – they're going to be motivated to get the bowl eligibility coming into this with, you know, probably going into this around the four or five win mark needing to win to be able to get bowl eligible. So I think they're going to be more motivated. I think everything Cincinnati wanted to play for is going to be gone by this point. Uh, so give me ECU here. But I'm not pulling that upset against Temple, though. I'm never going to count on Temple again. It's just no. They, they look so bad. I don't. I don't know what happened, man. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 one of those things for Temple that ever since uh, what's his face uh, Matt Rule left, they just have not been the same. And I, yeah, I don't know what to make of them anymore. Yeah, let's yeah, move on to this final game and give that a W as well. I, I like Tulane. I think they're a good team. I just don't think they're winning this game. No, Tulane should be improved as well. Tulane's a lot, such a lot, by the way. Tulane's What's a team it? that I think could be really good, but I don't have them being really good. Like, I just think the schedule is going to be what hurts them the most. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think what what happened at Tulane last year was they kind of were just like a really young team, and they were experienced the year before. And Willie Fritz's offensive system is very complicated. And a true freshman quarterback in Michael Pratt, you saw flashes. He's going to be the starter this year. This year's success for the Tulane Green Wave is going to be predicated and based off of how well can Michael Pratt go ahead and adjust in year two to the game and kind of speed up with the game. Uh, I have Cincinnati winning this game, but again, just like a lot of these games, I think there's just a lot of close games. That's why I ended up flipping on ECU too. It's just like how many of these games do I have Cincinnati winning close because they're winning, losing one or two of them. That's kind of where UCF and uh, ECU comes into play, you know? So, so it's pretty safe to say based on looking at Collins' predictions, Cincinnati, according to him, will not be competing for the American no. Athletic Conference Championship. No. And honestly, though, like I feel like even if this were to happen to them, they still have a chance with three losses to be one of the top two because, like I said, outside of Houston, which we'll probably get to Houston later, are they in the Yeah, because they are 25? in the top 25, yes. But outside of Houston, which we'll talk about later – I don't really see a team that I absolutely love in the American. Some teams that I just kind of like ECU is somebody I like, but I like them to be like around six, seven, eight wins and have moments. I like Tulane to be around six, seven, eight wins and have moments or UCF yeah. to be around seven, eight, nine wins and have moments, but I don't love any team the way I love Houston. Yeah. yeah. So since he could get it, Houston yeah. is a team that I think is just, Absolutely phenomenal coming into yes. this year. They're going to be, yeah. They're for some reason people are going to be shocked by them being really good, but they yeah. shouldn't be because they're yeah. they're going to be great. Um, and then once again, you said UCF seven eight nine wins. I know they're not in the top twenty five, so I can say this kind of now. I have them higher than that. And again, big risk, but maybe a big reward. I don't know. Or it's not, and I just you know deal with it. The reason I know a lot of people I'm not gonna go crazy. I was just gonna say the reason I know a lot of people are gonna be surprised is just by reading some of the responses to Tim Brando on Twitter because he had UH in his top ten to start the season. Not top ten. Yeah, I don't think they're a top ten team. Top twenty though, top fifteen. Possible. I mean they're they're an interesting team and we'll get to them in the preview, you know, Mm -hmm. coming up soon. It's, it's yeah. going to be just a few days down the road. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I was going to say, keep. And with that wrapping everything up, I got nine and three. BJ, mm-hmm. you got nine and three. Yeah. And Colin, you got eight and four. But yeah. again, eight and four, that doesn't. And remember, no divisions. I mean, mm-hmm. A, they have only 11 teams, but no divisions in the American. Yeah. So it is top two, go to wherever they play uh, for the. It's at the higher seed. So it yeah. would probably, if, if, if Houston is the. The team with the best conference record, then they would host it this year. Okay, that's what I thought. Because Cincinnati hosted last year. That's right. Okay, so even then, which was weird because they were not a no. Still a good team though, like a a really solid Cincinnati team, and maybe next year is the year maybe they jump back into into where they were just last year, and a new conference as well, the Big Twelve. So. Cincinnati, yeah. their their farewell tour in the America is about to kick off in just over a month and maybe a week. So. Yeah, yeah, it's about a month and a week away. Five so, six uh, weeks. 
Tune in tomorrow. We will be back. But this time, tomorrow, we will be doing the Mac preview. And uh, we're starting low. <laughs> we're starting with the low end of, of each uh P5, G5, so. But I will tell you, there ain't no way we're agreeing on action right now. So if you guys come in tomorrow, you're going to hear. Tomorrow's going to be fun because, yeah, the the Mac is, well, I can tell you right now, I just finished doing my Mac predictions. (laughs) There's a (laughs) reason. Bowling Green's not anywhere near the championship, so. Yeah. Here, I, uh, I spouted off a random team the other day for background for everybody who, who may be confused. The other day, some, somebody asked who we thought the um, winner of the MAC would be, and I just spouted off Bully Green as like a BS answer because I haven't looked. I haven't even touched the MAC. And, and, and Colin goes, I'll tell you right now, there's no way that's happening. I was like, I don't know, dude. You think I really give a shit about the MAC right now? It's it's July. I don't care about the Mac in like November when there's nothing. I mean, to be Mac. honest with you, though, the best record I have <laughs> in the Mac is eight and four overall. So <laughs> I, I honestly, if let me, I can log back into my the stuff that I was just doing because I, I don't know about you, but I do all my stuff on playoff predictor. I do too, except um, for the independent scheduling, which is stupid. Yeah, because the independent's yeah. got like a messed up scheduling deal. Um, yeah. Hang on, let me let me get into this real quick. The my highest Mac team has nine wins, but we do agree yeah. on the champion. So, do we? Yes. Have I said it? Yeah. I don't. Know. Oh, okay. I'm not here's, saying here's, this right now, but we have here's, said it. Here's my Mac prediction. <laughs> yeah i, I all right I well we it. just knocked out the mac so <laughs> no, yeah i don't know no, tune in tomorrow uh, we'll, yeah, we'll have yeah, more tomorrow tomorrow's gonna be fun because i don't i think colin may know the most about the mac because i like i said i not that i don't care but it's july i don't i again when november comes around and tuesday night maxion's on i'll watch it mm-hmm. but yeah. i i got no other reason to really care nobody's going to the playoff out of there there you go i'll ruin something for you um anyways as always like subscribe check us out on tiktok colin's got his his on screen uh i could change mine if i really wanted to i guess but um yeah um i'm actually gonna start mine as soon or start posting the mine as soon as this is up because i'm gonna Kind of go over the same stuff on there. So, yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow at noon for the Mac preview. See you. Bye.